0: Morning, campers. Camp AV director Danny here with your morning announcements. Tonight at 7 p.m., Camp Walk Along will be hosting our annual hoedown. So put on your flannel and your square dancing shoes and come on down to the barnhouse for a night of dancing and see if you can beat Camp Director Bass's record on the mechanical bull. <laughs> Spoiler alert: you can't. <coughs> Also, campers, be sure to tune in to this week's episode of the Camp Walk-Along Wire. Listen in to hear how your counselors attempted to yogi their way into a rodeo during their stop in Steamboat Springs, Colorado. That's all for now, campers. Be sure to check your boots for snakes before you put them on, and have a wonderful walk-along day.
1: Overmount. Hi, through River Strong, to make new friends and sing new songs. So tie your shoes we're hiking through here at Camp Walk Along. Howdy campers, and welcome to the Camp Walk-Along Wire, your peek into all of our adventures along the Continental Divide Trail. I'm your camp director, Bison, coming to you from mile 1096 of the CDT. And I'm joined, as always, by the two best camp counselors, This Side of the Divide. First off, I have uh, your camp counselor, Wizard Spoon. Howdy, Wizard Spoon. Howdy, Bison. And as always, we have that Polish dinner, Frank, you know and love. <laughs> Let's hear a big camp along welcome to our other best camp counselor. Howdy, camp counselor, PDF. Hello. It's me. <laughs> Hello.
2: It's uh, me. So your
1: Polish dinner, Frank. <laughs> we've, had, uh, we've had a a heck of a time trying to get this record going partially because uh we're sitting in somebody's yard right now we are in the middle of steamboat springs
3: speaking of polish dinner frank's showing a little bit of how the sausage gets made
1: Ooh. yeah we're sitting outside of a a, actually a trail angel's house um over at trail angel g-dub's house gang since we've been in this town it's been one crazy adventure after another um, we rolled in yesterday afternoon after hiking a big road walk to get here. Some kid picks me and Wizard Spoon and, and nude bee Jeff and takes us to a T-bell that
2: oh, well, PDF
1: is working or is waiting at.
2: Don't forget, he also offered us uh, uh, small bags of croutons from his very large box oh of my, croutons. He had a whole case <laughs> of
1: mini bags of croutons. It's the largest box of small bags of croutons I have ever seen. I gotta say they were buttery and garlicky and delicious. Oh yeah. So we go, we go get T-Bell, which is already like, could have been the highlight of our day. Oh,
3: but not just T-Bell. That's a combination T-Bell KFC. And uh, you know what Wizard Spin and I got? A number four. From From both both. restaurants. Yeah, we're
2: great. We're really supporting Yum Food brands. I, I, you know, I hope they reach out for a sponsorship or something like that. Honestly,
1: if we can get some of that Yum Brands money, I'd be way into that. Give me that Mountain Dew, give me that Long John Silver. Maybe
2: we could record an episode during halftime at the KFC Yum Center in Louisville,
3: Kentucky. I'd love to. Uh, that's the end of my knowledge of the Yum Brands Corporation. And <laughs> I just remember those super cool Phantom Menace toys they came out with back in you 1999. Know, the OOs.
1: So you guys campers, you hear how excited we were just about the Taco Bell, but that's just that's just where a day begun. So we we found out that a friend of ours, Spam Cakes, was in town, um, and she's a fellow hiker, and and we wanted to meet up with her. So she said, "Hey, shout out to Spam Cakes, shout out to Spam Cakes, shout out to Loverboy, shout out to Spench, shout out to the whole crew." Liana, sorry about your car. Ooh, yeah. Anyhow, we meet up with Spancakes at this at this kind of bar in the middle of town, and we're just kind of we have we have not decided or really figured out how we're gonna stay in town. At Nor this have we point. tried to. No, well it's it's so there's this big we're in we're in Steamboat Springs. I don't know if this has already been said, but we're in Steamboat Springs, and there's this rodeo slash hot air balloon festival slash art fair all happening in the same weekend. So literally every single hotel and hostel and room and Airbnb everything is is booked. And anything that is open is well out of our price range. And so we're just trying, we're just going to like, we'll have a drink. We'll figure it out. My plan was to uh,
2: sneak into the ski resort and stealth camp there. Just like sleep on
1: the edge of the woods, be grody hikers on the outside of town. Or behind the Walmart or something like that. And so... But we didn't need to do that. No, PDF goes goes up talking to the bartender. And uh, yeah,
3: I just go up and order a drink. And uh, I I do want to add, I think we are the top three most famous people in Steamboat right now? Everybody has talked what to it us. Every like? single well, person in this town
2: I want to put some context around that. We're not saying that because we host a podcast. No And we're... there's so many listeners that, like, everybody's just giving us stuff.
3: It's just because we're dirty, smelly hikers and we're doing something interesting. We we are also the sexiest people from our high school and um, the <laughs> we, most successful people from our high school. So everyone else from Fisher's High School can eat it. That, that's except true. Except for we the actually... other people who are editing this podcast who are also as sexy and cool and wonderful as no, us.
2: Everybody moving. in Camp Walker. Along in Salmon House, earned those superlatives uh from the high school that we all attended but together. I've never
1: been into a town where so many people literally have everyone's to what like, we're Where doing? are you
2: hiking? What are you doing? Yeah, teenagers like admire us and look up to us <laughs> rather than making fun of us like they normally
3: do. <laughs> so, as one does, I go up to order a beer, and uh I you know just talking to the bartender a little bit, and then like the three or four people sitting in the corner there as well are all talking, and they're kind of just asking, like what we're doing and all this and the bartender like why do you like, smell so bad <laughs> why are you screaming uh no uh the bartender's just like where are you guys staying tonight and we were like oh we're you know we're trying to figure it out and she's like oh we'll just come camp in my yard and i was like oh <laughs> and she's like no come camp in my yard come camp in my yard <laughs> and so she's like seriously here's my address here's my phone number Come set up in my yard, and I'll host you guys tonight. And we're like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. The only warning that so she much. gave us
2: was that there is a bear that apparently very
3: regularly visits this cul-de-sac. Which I didn't meet. I'm a little disappointed I didn't I meet the bear. I was ready.
1: I was ready for, to meet Bart, and he and I were gonna have a chat. And, but uh, yeah, no bear, no yeah. But G Dubs, G Dubs hooked us up hard. She was. I mean, we're sleeping out in her yard. She gave us a place to shower. We came in. We watched TV on her couch, which is always a we weird. We hung out, day. had a
2: good night, had a good time last Dr- night. She gave us some beers. We were up to hike hiker five a.m., oh, which is to say midnight. Well, no.
1: <laughs> oh, don't worry, because the night the night did not end with us getting our our lovely place to stay from Trail Angel G Dubs, because after supper, uh, after we got drinks and had supper. We're walking back and we're making our way to to the trail angel's house. And we're just making our way there and we see the rodeo going on in the background and we hear it. And I had earlier had I had I had the gumption to go see a rodeo, but I don't know whether it was just a mixture of very tired and we just we'd already hiked like 17 miles today. It was just we were I was like, let's just go. And again. Freaking PDF, pulling it out, knocking it out of the park. Goes, hey, let's just go try. Let's just go try to see if they'll just like let us in. And I'm like, ugh.
3: And he's normally the sweet talker well, when that's we're trying like, to do anything.
1: I assume that like if if it's hey, let's go see if we can talk her away, and it's hey, bison, can you go talk us in? And I'm used to that. But you I was like,
2: also all of New Mexico and Colorado is like. Oh, I wish we could go. I want to go so bad to a rodeo. I, I never, just I
0: wanna want to go see so the
2: rodeo. to the rodeo. I've never been to a rodeo I'm before. I Her wish
3: Bison. someone would lasso something in front of me. My name's Bison.
1: That's that's a very accurate impression of me. Yeah, that was not Bison talking twice. Or <laughs> three times. Anyway, all of that to say, all of that to say, I was not in an effort to to turn on the charm. And then PDF goes, just stand behind me, I'll do it. And I'm like, okay, I'm down to see this. Because <laughs> I have not seen PDF try to pull out his yogi skills. And so I kind of give him a couple, I, I, I give him like, hey, you can ask him this. This is usually a good opening question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This It sounds very grody what we're doing. But he's like, okay, okay. And we're all like getting ready.
3: Because mind you, uh, this was a paid event.
1: Yeah, this was oh, this, yeah. It was like a ticketed rodeo. And so we're like, okay, let's just do this. And so we start walking up and I see Poto, or PDF start like, pumping of his shoulders to start talking and the lady of the mission goes all right go on and and we're like
2: uh, uh. It, 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 it is worth noting the rodeo was probably more than halfway About over halfway over at this over. point but, but hey, still i saw
3: half a free rodeo yeah,
2: yeah. they and, just let uh, us
1: in and we, and we met all of our friends there cake was there and polly was there and wizard hat was there and melon was no, there wizard hat was
2: not there <laughs> Wizard Hat's not a hiker. Magic Hat is a hiker. <laughs> and, there's uh, Wizard
3: the hiker, and there's Magic Hat the hiker. Wizard con- Hat is... To continue our fame, uh, influence, and power that we wield over this universe, <laughs> uh, everyone in that stadium wanted to talk to us, and another person offered to let us stay in their yard, and that... we were like, we already have one. That, is, that yard. is except for the people who were sitting uh, behind us when we
2: sat down who then uh, were so put off by our smell that they... Uh, got up and move away. And mind
1: you, we are the- at
2: a place that's covered in horse and cow shit. In their defense, <laughs> and we smelled worse than that. Yeah. In their
3: defense, we smell like shit. So
2: yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, campers, can I tell you how disheartening it is to see every person, in every single restaurant, just like look at you, smell you, and then back away from you. <laughs> and yeah, it's bad. It's bad when you're the stinkiest thing at a rodeo. There are clowns that live in barrels there.
2: As a person who likes personal space, I've kind of enjoyed it. But I also
3: don't like my own personal I feel, stench. I feel like a clown living in a barrel sometimes. But, <laughs> but what yeah. is a tent
2: but a barrel, and what is a hiker but a clown? <laughs>
3: <laughs> exactly.
2: But my so, thoughts.
1: so we we enjoy this this free rodeo. We come back to our Trail Angel D Dub's house, and she's great. We hang out with her, and at this point, it's like it's past midnight, past actual like human midnight, and we are all <laughs> exhausted because we've been going to bed at like. 8 p.m. every night since then. It's like hiker 2024 at this point. So we are so we all make our way outside and I'm about to go to tent or go to my tent to go to sleep. And the next door neighbors have a fire going and they're just kind of eyeballing me. And I'm assuming they're nervous at me. And they said, Hey.
2: You are a strange man who just exited their neighbor's house.
1: Hey, you uh you hike in the CDT? And I go Yup, and then I sat over there and talked to them for another like two and a half hours. (laughs) It's been great, Steamboat Springs has been so kind to us. Steamboat Springs has been one of the most welcoming communities we've ever been in. We've had the Midas touch,
3: just everyone's been fantastic, everything has been great. Like, I, I, I texted someone yesterday and was just like, I can't believe how many improbable things happened in one day, it was amazing. Hey, you know
2: what, maybe we'll get a hitch from a Tesla in Steamboat Springs, maybe it'll finally happen. Somebody in a super nice car will give us a ride. No,
3: we're going to get picked up by, like, Jeff Bezos or something, a CEO. Uh, listeners, I just want to point out, um, and if you're one of these, you are welcome to
1: prove us wrong, but uh, nice cars never pick us up, so... Yeah, all Subies, all pickup trucks, all all just, like, dinged-out cars. We, we, I mean, I'm not... That's I'm... actually
3: not true. I got picked up in a Mercedes van uh, by a limousine company yesterday. I am... Just to point out that, yet again, Steamboat, uh, we are untouchable. I will say
2: the one thing that I require from any hitch, a giant box of croutons.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Speaking of Trail Angels, uh, our week this last week started with a Trail Angel. So we're actually going to take a quick break for our afternoon announcements. um, And then we are going to jump back in uh, with a little rundown of our week. Attention campers, this Monday, Monday we will be having the, the annual camp-wide, campwide Capture the Flag game. After last year's game, game we, we must, must remind, remind you that, that biological, biological warfare, warfare is strictly, strictly prohibited. prohibited. That is all. Hey, and welcome back campers to the Camp walk along Wire. Once again, I am your Camp Director Bison, joined as always by the two best camp counselors to this side of the divide, Camp Counselor PDF and Camp Counselor wizard spoon we've had a honestly a raucous little stretch in hiking in the last couple weeks uh but again due to an ongoing legal battle with kylo grady of the trail tales podcast um for that reason and many more um we will now start the untitled trail recap segment of the podcast called tales from the trail So we're here at a Trail Angel's house. We 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 actually started our week with a Trail Angel, too. We have been hashtag blessed. Camp Walk Along has had many friends, made many friends on this trail, but thankfully we have many tra- friends on this trail. And it just so happens that we were passing through Summit County. That's going to be like your Breckenridge, Copper Mountain, Dillon, Frisco ski area. Um, a friend that I used to work with back in Indianapolis, she and her sister, um, Two ladies who are lovely and are very close with us uh, said they would host us because they both they both happen to live in the county at this point. So Sasha and Julia, thank you so much. Shout out to Sasha and Jules. Oh. Thank you
3: to the sister sh- sisters. Sh- 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 yeah,
1: man. How do I, I can't do f-
3: pronounce your last name, and I'm sorry.
1: Well, h- how can you not pronounce your last name? You're literally the most Polish person in our podcast. I'm
3: zero percent Polish, baby. I'm Hungarian. uh oh. I just, I
1: just, I just lump you in Chicago side. Oh,
3: you think all Slavs are the same, huh? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Well,
2: ha- I hashtag say, cancel bison. Uh I will say. Thank you so much for hosting us. Thank you so much for entertaining us. And thank you so much for allowing us access to the hot tub in your pool.
3: And thank you for putting up with us.
1: Oh, yeah. Also that, too, I guess. And uh, (laughs) Honestly, how disorienting must it be just to have, like, the four of us, like, barrel through, like, a tornado into your lives? That was how
2: I would describe it. Oh, my God. Not (laughs) stopping talking ever. Making obscure references that
3: stupid jokes
2: uh, very few people get. Uh, yeah, esoteric in jokes. You got to make a charcuterie board. Oh, yeah. Also, I made a charcuterie board. That was a lot oh, of fun. Yeah. Well, actually, okay, hold on. We didn't make the charcuterie board, we purchased the things to make the charcuterie board. And we happened to be uh, at a dinner party where one of the other attendees uh,
1: apparently has experience making charcuteries. Was charcuterie a professional boards. caterer. Yeah. And I was like, and it looked like it looks beautiful. It look, Camp- oh, campers, it we'll will toss a we'll toss a photo up on the uh, on the Instagram a feed. Shark sharkout tour.
2: Actually, I want a charcuterie board right now. I mean, I know it's like 9 a.m. on a
3: Saturday, hey, but I uh, want a charcuterie board. Spoiler alert, campers! After we're done recording, we're going to a farmers market.
2: So, oh my gosh.
3: These,
1: these.
2: I'm going to put
3: on my sundress, get my
1: like big floppy hat. These campers Hashtag are listening. just boys day. These campers are listening to this podcast and they're like, yeah, I'm listening to this podcast where these dudes like hike from Mexico to Canada on this trail. Like, oh yeah, what happened this week? Oh, they made a charcuterie board. They went to a rodeo. They went to a rodeo <laughs> and then, and then they went to a farmer's market and some lady let them sleep in their yard and go in their hot tub. Yeah. Like, roughing it. Roughing it.
3: Don't worry. We'll tell you about the part where it's terrible in a minute. Well,
1: <laughs> I mean, here's the thing is like it's because of Sasha and Jules that like we were able to get this next section of hiking after we left their house was It was I think it's truly the hardest bit of, of trail we've done so far. Very I mean at tough. least for me personally it was the hardest bit of trail I've done so far. It was very beautiful but very difficult. Yeah, it's so it was the last it was the final the death throes of the high Colorado country. We mm-hmm. were we're we are so close. We're like sixty something miles from exiting um Colorado going into Wyoming at this point and it's just Colorado is throwing us everything it's got at this point but this Colorado got out and just like
2: bashed in my knees with like a baseball bat
1: it's been constant up and down should have
2: paid back your your
3: gambling debts
1: (laughs) it's been constant up and downs for the last like two weeks like like literally if you're not going straight up you're going straight down um that first day after we had left Julian sasha's house that was the day that we were hiking through that fog all day yeah. oh not fog just
3: we were high enough that we, we were, were in the a cloud was that just a
1: cloud oh. yeah it was
3: terrifying i was on a a pretty high peak and a cloud swallowed me like it just came around from behind it, it, yeah. it was a little terrifying <laughs> it was
2: well that was a section where we were pretty much at like thirteen thousand like between 12,000 to 13,000 feet just all day, right?
1: Yeah, and and so we were up top and like visibility was zero. I mm. I could barely see my hand in front of my face. Maybe like uh 10 yards in front of you you could see. Oh, metric. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Is yards metric? Yeah. I thought meters is metric. Oh, damn it. You might be right. I am right. I think yeah. yards is standard. You, uh. you could only see
3: nary 10 meters in front of you. Okay, metric. <laughs>
1: um, but so we were up there in the clouds, and when you're up, th- I and mean, when you're walking through, when I mean, we are walking through clouds, like you start getting wet and it's cold, and we couldn't see anybody. So all of us were essentially just kind of blindly bumping around up there. We didn't see each other. I was, oh, yeah. I had been hiking all day through this, and I was. Freezing cold, and I was at one point. I was like, "I'm feeling a little disoriented." And I was like, "Is it dehydration?" I'm trying to feel like, and I'm realizing like my fingers aren't really moving like they should, and I'm not processing <laughs> things yeah. as quick. And I'm realizing like this is like this. These are like the preamble to hypothermia. Like I'm feeling a lot of those those kind of warning signs. We the people who are <laughs> about
2: to have hypothermia, <laughs> gather about to today die of being frozen. to have
1: a more warm blanket. Um, so I just, I just had to set up, even though like we were actually pretty high up, we were up on top of a ridge. I just, I was like, I know I need to set up. If I don't like heat up quick, then I'm going to like, I'm going to start shutting down. It's bad. And so I set up and it's windy and it's cold and it takes me a good like hour and a half to thaw out. And then I'm like, I just need to sleep. But the entire night I can't sleep because I'm not like, this is, this is the first night I am not with everybody i'm not with with pdf and wizard spoon and nude beach i'm not with the whole crew and i'm so worried about them because i'm like i'm i knew those warning signs enough to like catch it and like get myself inside but like i don't know what kind of first aid training you guys have and i was like i was worried all night about how cold you guys were going to be i was afraid you guys gonna get stuck out there and then the next morning i popped my head out of my tent and like 20 yards down from me is is nude beach and wizard spoon <laughs> set up like just below me so it was nice to know that they were close even though i did not know all night that they were within 50 feet of me well
2: i i will say so i was i was going down uh in the dark down a hill uh i was following this road that like luckily the trail was on and i could just focus on that uh i I pass your bobbing headlamp, but i don't realize it's you and then i don't hear anything so i just keep walking because i was like oh i don't know maybe there's somebody else up here Uh, but I find it funny that you're like so worried about hypothermia and us and like staying warm because I was going down the hill and I was mostly just disgruntled that, uh, (laughs) yeah, we put on our jackets
3: like smart people.
2: Yeah. I, I, I was not in the, uh, beginning stages of hypothermia at all, or at least to my knowledge, I wasn't. And the only reason I honestly stopped walking is because I got to a part that, uh, would have required my lamp. Oh,
1: that was that. Okay. That was that super sketchy like descent de- oh, yeah. with mm-hmm. all the scree.
2: Oh yeah, and uh, you know I'm glad I didn't go down that like basically near vertical drop at night. I the only reason why I didn't even attempt it at first was because the batteries for my headlamp were out, and I was like, well, I guess I'll just set up and go to bed. And uh, I had a decent night, uh, other than the fact that it was super windy. Couldn't help but notice
3: uh, you didn't mention my name. can near you guys. Well, actually, yeah. Uh, PDF,
1: where were you? Yeah, yeah. What? Let's, let's hear your version of this saga, because it's oh. a little different. I think
3: we should also say, this is
2: right before you get to uh, a section of trail that leads you up to Gray's Peak, which is the
3: highest point on the CDT. Yeah. Something that we had all talked about. Uh. So, our dear friend Bison, earlier in the day, had sent us a text that said, I'm trying to get... I remember it, I think it was mile 1250 tonight. And uh, I was like, oh, I don't think I can make that. And Wizard Spoon was like, Wizard Spoon had gotten up pretty early that day and he's like, I, I think I can make it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm assuming that's where you guys are getting. And I find this shortcut that takes me down and like through this little town and like just this like weird little whiny way that cuts like off a, it's like- It's like
1: a little, it's a crazy little mountain road walk, right? Yeah, it cuts yeah off.
3: Yeah. it cuts off like two, three miles and I'm like, okay, if I do this, I think I can make it to you guys. I hike until like ten fifteen, and I am like only like a mile short, but it's dark. And I'm like, all right, I'm camping here. And I assume I am just a mile short of you guys. Uh, so that's where I end up. And then the next morning I'm like, well, I'd really like to catch up with them and do this, this Gray's peak with them. That would be really cool. So I get up super early at like I think I got up at like four or five a.m. Like somewhere in that range. I think I was walking by like 5, 30. Which worth noting, you don't like getting up that no. early. But I wanted to catch up to you guys, I, and because Bison said we were trying to get there by noon the next day to meet his mom, and so I get up and I bust my ass up and I get and I to where I think you guys are. No tents. I'm like, oh, they're already. They already got up. They're, it's early. Do you want to get up to fourteen or early? So I just keep going. And uh, I get all the way up this crazy ridge walk, all the way up Grays Peak, all the way down Grays Peak. And then I call you guys and you somehow have a signal and I'm like, hey, and they're like, where are you? We've been worried about you. And I'm like, I'm done. And they're like, oh, we're like a mile from the summit. And I was like, I don't understand what happened. But I'll be here and I'll see you guys in a little bit. We probably got to Gray's Peak uh sometime around noon.
2: Yeah, one. so
1: let's let's flash <laughs> let's flash sideways, flash back at this point. So this whole day we're like, we don't know where PDF is and we're nervous out. Like we're trying to text him. We're texting his in-reach. We're like, because we've not heard from him since, since he texted us saying he was gonna try and take the shortcut. So last we heard, he went off route and we have not heard from him for about 24 hours. We're like, oh. And so we're going, and and then we get this call from us. He's, like, he's ahead of us. Okay, like, cool. We need to push. But at this point, we are hitting this ridge and this peak three, four hours after you do. And so we have a nice sunny morning, and it's pretty beautiful. But as soon as we get up to this, what's the name of the what's the name of that ridge? The crest, the Argentine well, ridge. So yep. it's like it's just Argentine, past
3: Argentine spine yeah. uh, into in Mount Edwards.
1: And so you get up there, and that that section trail we jump on just past the Argentine spine as you're doing going up over Edwards and before you're going up Grays is literally what's called a knife. It is a knife's edge. treacherous. Yeah, and so like a knife's edge trail is if you've ever done one, you know it's you're essentially you're walking on the top of a ridge, meaning there is like a little one-foot-wide little trail. Sometimes not a trail at all, sometimes just like a pile of rocks, but you're on. On the top of a spine of a mountain, and you look to your left, and there's down, and you look to your right, down, and you just gotta keep going forward down the spine. And as we're doing this, very sketchy, very open, uh, the ridge wall. You take a peek over your shoulder behind you. Yeah, you just look back and you see just clouds, clouds just rolling in. And the only thing, the only way I can describe this, I tried to describe this to people, but nobody gets this reference. Campers, if anyone's seen the movie James and the Giant Peach, the good one, the one that's I think maybe the only one that's like stop motion animation. And there's that scene where they where James is on the beach with his uh, folks and they're the rhinos come in like that. Rhino fog and like eats his family. That's what it feels like. Just like a wall of fog coming in. And it was awful. So we're on the ridge. The fog is rolling in. It's consuming us. At this point, like, oh. I, I turn around and I see Nude Beach go.
2: Remember me.
1: Literally, it's as it's rolling up because it's kind of rolling the same direction we are. We saw Nude Beach get swallowed, and then I yeah, watched. Yeah, and he
3: got dissolved in the mist. We haven't seen him since then. We assume he's dead. <laughs> he's definitely not in the tent right next to this he's one. He's not four feet from us. He's. I. He's not. Um, Don't say anything, Nude Beach. Good. Okay. Perfect.
1: <laughs> but we're so we're on the ridge. The the fog is rolling and it's terrifying. And we're, we're like. We just got to push. We got to push until we get up and over. Well, I mean, yeah, our options are either go back into the clouds, which is not an option. Or go up and over the
2: highest point on the CDT. And so we go up a little bit. And ha- what
1: happens What happened when you got to the top, Bison? We're, we're a little bit separate from each other. You got there first. Well, I'll say maybe like mm, half a mile from the top as I'm just like, I just need to be down from here. It starts hailing on us and it starts hailing so hard and it's hailing and it's foggy and I can't see um and so I literally stay up there for all of like one second just to be like cool I'm up here and then I just immediately book down the back end it was I was very uncomfortable being up there in that bad of weather see what's funny is uh, I was a, just a little bit from the top
2: uh maybe like another five minutes or so of hiking and uh what do I hear but thunder
1: oh yeah it was thunder when i was up there too yeah yeah so at
2: that point i was like oh okay this is bad so my options are turn around uh which is not an option because that would just take me directly to that knife's edge uh try and go sideways there there was theoretically a way i could have gone to where the trail started going down the mountain but i would have to cut across like steep rocks mm-hmm uh, or just go up and over and uh, up and over seemed to be the easiest. So my took got in gear. Like mm. as soon as I heard that thunder, I was like, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God. And I started running up uh, Gray's Peak. Uh, luckily, there was only like one thunder. Got to the top, snapped a selfie. Uh, found where the trail went down the mountain, and then just started booking it.
1: Well, that trail on the backside was gorgeous. It oh, was beautiful. Yeah. Oh, and it
2: was so well-developed, too, I,
3: for the most part.
2: There's I, a couple of
3: iffy parts. but I had taken that trail up. I had been up Gray's before. And let me tell you, the way we went was a, a totally different experience in every way. <laughs>
1: well, there's a couple of people who I was, I was talking to Shepard, and I was talking to a couple other thru-hikers, and they were like, That's like, that feels like a level more dangerous than anything else we've done so far. Like that is, Shepard goes, this should not be on the CDT or at least there should be a much easier alt to get around it. Cause it was like, that was, I mean, it was fun. It was cool, but like. It was sketchy. It was a lot. Yeah. And the,
3: the, the only sketchy thing I really dealt with was on top of Mount Edwards, which is again, part of that you know thin part where you can only go one spot the knife's
1: edge yeah. and there
3: was like 10 goats right where I needed to go 10 <laughs> oh, mountain I goats about this good story. and so I just was like I don't know what to do so I just kind of like I was like I don't know if they like ram their little horns in you or like if they kind of <laughs> just move if you get close I don't know I'm sorry any animal I got bored I got gored. Uh, so I just started like clapping my sticks together clapping my hands I'd like you all right guys And then I ended up, a couple of them moved, but I ended up kind of like Scooby-Doo villain sneaking just around, like, three of them just a few feet away. And they were just, like, looking at me like, all right, whatever. Go
2: ahead. (laughs) I will say, uh, I finally got to see a mountain goat and
1: uh, I thought I was going to be the only one who didn't. But yeah, no, that trail coming down the back end was was gorgeous. We got to see, I got to see my family. My my aunt and my mother were rolling through town um, on a on a road trip, so we got to say hello to them for a night.
3: Donning some beautiful blue uh, camp walk-along t-shirts when oh, they arrived. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention that.
1: Yeah, merch not available in the store yet, but apparently that my sisters just made for my family were camp walk-along shirts, and they were adorable.
3: So your mom and your aunt showed oh, up yeah, my mom in my some aunt beautiful, beautiful up. blue
1: t-shirts. Yeah, my aunt my, my, my my sister made some t-shirts for my uh for my family um, and then we got back on trail and night, and thankfully like after the edwards and the graves peak after those doing those really high points the, the trail i mean it chilled out a little bit it definitely it mellowed yeah we but, only
3: went to like 13,000 feet uh, instead of 14,000 feet you could certainly say it burned out
1: yeah there's there's we've had this last chunk of trail has probably been some of the most decimated by both uh wildfires and by blowdowns there was this section mm-hmm. that we had to go through that there's literally a mile and a half section that there's signs up and posts up on on our gut hook app and things on like the cdt facebook app saying hey don't do this section of trail because it is impassable
2: and also if you go through it, it you are inextricable
1: yeah you can't like if you get halfway through and you're like i can't do this anymore they can't pull you out because there's no way to like you for the rescue vehicles or whatever to get you out of there Um, and so we decided there's basically there's several options. There's a, there's a trail reroute. There's a road reroute that you can walk around. And so we decided instead of trying to like gun it and, and possibly like get hurt going through this thing, we decided we were going to walk around the outside. So we found, um, from the trail we were going, there's a couple of ATV roads that kind of connected in, uh, and we wish that this was how is easier. It, it wasn't any easier. It was like five miles longer, which wasn't the biggest deal in the world, but probably the number one most annoying problem to have on trail is every 30 seconds, some sort of vehicle passed us. And I was enraged. There was ATVs, there was Jeeps, there was people on e-bikes, there was- Bison, there was, don't you
2: have a saying about uh, oh, ATVs?
1: Oh my gosh. So in, in, the, in the outdoor community, through hikers, hate cyclists cyclists hate through hikers but there's something we can both agree on we both hate atvs atvs are, <laughs> they're the worst they make everything smell like diesel they're, they're loud, loud. They're, they're 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 just run through it's a little piece of the modern world in our old back country well, land and i always feel like whenever an atv drives by me i feel like like we're in a safari, and they're just like watching us go. by. Like They're just like we're, ogling we're us. An, we're the animals. <laughs> I
2: mean, to be fair, when we're using our trekking poles, it looks like we are quad... Quadrupeds? Quadrupeds? Yeah, yeah quadrupeds.
1: Man. We look like some uh, puppets from the Broadway version of <laughs> Lion King. <laughs> um, but we made our way around the blowdowns, and we made it through the the burnout section, which the burnout section was... It was weird. It was spooky. You it, go in... Yeah. The whole thing, I mean it smells it smells like campfire everywhere. There's no grass. There's no grass, there's nothing. There's just these these burnt out husks, these stalks of like of just tree tree trunks that are all like, all burned out and you like it's pretty, but it's sad. Um, it's also kind of annoying because you can't touch anything, or else all of your stuff gets covered in soot. Mm-hmm. Oh, there were a couple of uh, interestingly burned trees that I was like, "I bet I could
2: knock this over," but I also uh, wanted to make sure I didn't L any tea. You know, <laughs> <laughs> didn't leave they any traces. Yeah. Do we now?
3: We also uh, hit up Grand Lake on the way to Steamboat. Yeah. Uh, I spent a few days there. I uh, was with my pals, Crazy Eyes and Mooch. Shout out to Crazy Eyes and Mooch. You guys uh, did.
1: Uh, you guys did Fourth oh, of July. Had Mooch.
3: We did uh, the Fourth of July, which was actually fantastic. Big old lake. Giant fireworks
1: were you saying that crazy eyes was falling asleep to our podcast?
3: Yeah, so crazy wow, Eyes is like rude. our biggest fan. No, he listens first. oh, okay, I believe. but then he, <laughs> does he play it twice because yeah, but then he's like, I'm gonna good. go to we bed can use the place. He said, because I can just listen to my friend's talk <laughs> <laughs> And so
1: I am both. I'm honored. I'm a little disgusted, but I'm. I'm and I'm also a little bit weirded out than the thought of somebody falling, uh, falling asleep to the sound of us talking. But you know what? Hey, if it helps hey, you, Crazy Eyes,
3: we got a little treat for you. This
1: one goes out to you and anyone else who might be using this to help you fall asleep. Hey, Crazy Eyes. Hope you're doing well out there. Uh,
3: we just uh, we just wanted to say hey and uh, keep those legs moving. Hope you had a great day today. Hope you're ready to get a great night of sleep. Hope you had a nice big meal. Uh, <laughs>
1: Uh, We love you buddy. Hey, remember remember that trail you hiked today? How cool was that? What do you think you need for breakfast tomorrow? Probably some oatmeal and a pop tart. I don't know. Let those negative thoughts come in and then let those negative thoughts flow out. Hey crazy
2: eyes. Don't have any dreams about me tonight. Definitely don't do that. Don't dream about your old pal wizard spoon and going on a hike and having so much fun with me. Don't don't have a dream where we're actually flying through the sky now and we're eating ice cream and the clouds are cotton candy.
1: And don't worry, in this dream, none of us are sweaty and shirtless, none of us. <laughs> Not one.
3: Me again, crazy eyes. Before you close your eyes and go to bed, I just want you to think about what was your highlight for today and what would you like to accomplish tomorrow?
1: Good night. Wait, was that a? What's that sound outside our tent? Oh, God. Is that a... Is that a... Oh, no. Is that... It's just the wind.
2: Don't worry Wait. about it. Just go it's back just to It's just a sleep. little bug. It's just a little bug. Wait, no, I'm looking under the rainfly. I think that's a paw print.
1: Oh, no. Oh, God. Anyway. Mooch prints! <laughs> sleep well tonight, Crazy Eyes. And anyone who might be using this to lull them into slumberland. Good night. All right, Crazy Eyes. Good night. Um, other than that, the rest of our... The rest of our our little stretch was was fairly uneventful. A lot of miles. We we went through Rocky Mountain National Park. We wanted to camp in Rocky. We were Mountain. so close. So the this both of the sections of Rocky Mountain National Park that the trail goes through, both the main trail and the alternate, are closed right now because of wildfires. So we were just mm-hmm. gonna we were just gonna skip it. We were just gonna. There's a there's a different roadwalk that most people were doing, um, because it's the only way really you could connect the two bits of trail without having to go through.
2: But then, but then, uh, yeah. Uh, the road. Yeah, we saw a visitor center,
1: and I love a visitor center. A visitor center is one of my favorite things to to visit on a vacation or on a trip. And we go inside, and it's a national park one. And I said, "Hey, we're already Gila Mountain senior rangers. Maybe we can become Rocky Mountain National Park rangers." This had been a goal for pretty much the entirety of the trip. Oh yeah, and so we walk up. We walk up to the rangers, and this this friendly ranger named John says, "You guys are probably looking to talk to me." And I was like, "John, how did you know we're looking to become?" senior or junior rangers and he goes well i can do that but also don't you guys want to don't you guys want to get a permit to hike through the park and we said uh yeah we do um and so he, he's like, yeah, of course. Well, here, let's get you figured out. So he takes us inside and he says, this is your route you're gonna take. This trail's open, it's beautiful, it's gorgeous.
2: It actually goes along the Continental Divide. Yeah,
1: people come from miles to go through here. And we're like, oh, so excited, awesome. So he's going to showing us where to camp, he's giving us maps. <laughs> you put
2: your debit card in to start processing the payment for the uh, campsite.
1: Now mind you, campers, through all this, we knew that initially we weren't gonna try to do this because for this section of the trail, you have to have a hard-sided bear canister, like a bear vault thing to keep your food away. And we didn't have those. But here's this park ranger saying, oh, we'll get you in there. We're gonna, well, we'll get you a permit. We'll show you where to camp. And we're just hoping, hoping, hoping he doesn't ask if we have a a hard-sided bear canister. And then as I slip my card into the reader to make this transaction, he goes, oh, I forgot, I need to ask. Do you have a hard-sided bear canister? My heart dropped. Everybody was so sad. We we're like, ugh, no. They're like, he's like, oh no. And he goes, do you have any? We're like asking if we had anything we could borrow. He goes, like, well, no, we can't. It's, uh, I'm so and so. He the place, was, the place to rent them, if he, we had rented one, would yeah. have been the town that we had just come. John, from. John was heartbroken. We were heartbroken. Everyone was heartbroken. That being said, John still did take care of us because we are, in fact. Campers, we are Junior Rangers for Rocky Mountain National Park. And I got to say, yeah.
2: these badges that they gave us are choice. They are wood carved. Much better than the ones that we got in Mammoth Cave National Park in Kentucky, They're which beautiful. were made out of plastic.
1: But honestly, both of them are doing great things. Thanks to the National Park System for keeping people engaged. Yeah, you that's
2: true. It, it, <laughs> I guess it shouldn't be a uh, popularity contest, but... <laughs> but,
1: but yeah. Wooden badges album. Even even after that that tough rough week, even though we didn't get to go Rocky Mountain Rocky Mountain National Park, here we are on the other side of it. Junior Rangers and sleeping in Trail Angel's backyard in one of the most welcoming cities we've been in on the trail. So like all in all, this section of the trail has been about as rewarding as it has been challenging. Yeah, yeah, it's truly been it's been incredible. I've loved it. And now we're getting ready for Desert Round Two. Yeah, I. I'll be I'll tell you what campers I'm nervous this last week has been very hot. It's been very hot and we're about to leave the high the high Colorado and go drop back down to the Great Basin of Wyoming so we're gonna be back in the desert and it's gonna be even hotter and there's gonna be no trees and I'm already preemptively grumpy about it. Aw, get that grump out of here. I'm gonna do my best. I'm gonna- well I'm gonna take a sec to try and get my head straight get that grump out of me um, so we're gonna take. Uh, One more quick break before we come back with the tail end of the camp walk-along wire.
3: I got one just in case you need it. Please do. Um, Wizard spoon? Yes. Kissing a bear? What? Find out after the break. Oh.
1: Wiz, do you have one?
3: The simple trick to domesticate marmots that they don't want you to know. Find out after the break. Number 13 will surprise you.
1: Welcome back campers to the camp walk along wire we're going to close out the show as we often do with a bit of a camper question this week's camper question comes to you from one of my nearest and dearest and oldest friends in the whole world camper Paul Uh, Paul writes hey bison have been enjoying the podcast here's my question is it more mentally or physically challenging to complete a through hike I will hang up and listen to your answer. Paul. I think he recorded that through uh, voice, uh, <laughs> voice to, to now, text. Paul, Even if we, Paul, we
3: <laughs> do want to remind you, this is not a call-in show. But <laughs> we appreciate your question.
1: Although, keep an ear out. We might have something coming down the line. Um, Paul, this is an incredible question, and I feel like a, a very pertinent one, uh, because I, we are about at that halfway point, and for one reason or another, the halfway point seems like a point that a lot of people have trouble. Um, I think it's, it's probably some sort of thought of like, I've already done this thing for like two and a half months and I've been out here and I've done all this and it's been so hard and now I need to do all that all again. So I've been seeing a lot of people kind of having, having trouble, um, with the mental aspects of it, something, I mean, I'll toss out for myself personally, kind of, this is my approach to it. Um, before i hiked the Appalachian trail before i did any through hiking i was an unhealthy boy i was i was i was a heftier guy i wasn't crazy active Um, and i found that a lot of this bled into my mental health Um, although at the time i didn't realize it i came out i did the the at and i was active every day i was in the sun i was exercising i was dropping weight i was and i started getting healthier i I lost a lot of weight my my skin got better my hair and beard grew in real full i don't know if that's from the exercise just from not shaving but like i felt so good physically and i could feel that directly uh affecting my my mental health too i was so much happier and when i get when i got back from the trail. I felt that dip and I feel like I felt that dip like a lot of through hikers do when they get off trails where they stop being so active, they stop kind of living that adventurous life and as their physical um, activity kind of shuts down, so does like it, it affects your mental every every lull I've had in my mental health in the last four or five years has been preceded by a period of inactivity. It's It's been me being lazy. And I get grumpy about it, and I and I get sad, and then finally I realize I have to pick myself up and 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 start moving again. And I start riding my bike. I'll go on hikes. And I feel physically better, and then I feel mentally better. And so, like when I'm out through hiking, that is when that is when I feel like that my truest, my happiest, my fullest. Because like that is like that is what my my mental health needs is that activity. Um, but I know a lot of people struggle with it. I don't know Wizard Spoon PDF. What what are your thoughts, physical or mental? What's been harder for you on this trail? I
2: don't know. I I would say for me personally, it's been a little bit of a combination of both. I don't have as tightly wrapped as a story as you did for that. Uh, But, you know, I'll I'll, I'll always take it back to the one analogy that I have, which is it's kind of like doing a show. Uh, That is to say a stage show. So I'm a stage manager, and when you're getting down into, like, the nitty-gritty of tech and you're doing the parts that suck and are not fun, you just kind of get into this mode where you focus on, like, all right, like, I'm not enjoying this right now, but, you know, I'm going to focus on the next like five things that I need to do to get me through to this next thing and I think that's kind of helped me persevere through the mental aspect of it just uh going on it on a very like uh moment by moment this is what I need to do basis physically I don't know man I've just been dipping in and out there have been times where like my knees were like you guys remember that week where like my knees were bothering me and then uh after like one good night of rest, it like went away and I'm, they haven't been bothering me as much since. So I don't know. That's been in and out. And I think uh, uh I don't know. No, it's okay. No, sentence. no, no. I I
1: mean there's 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 challenges there's definitely big challenges on on both sides. And yeah. I think it's just a constant battle of not letting one Over the other, like you're always struggling either mentally or physically. Yeah, and I feel like you can't you can't let the physical you can't get too hurt physically. So, like if you I feel like if you start feeling like that struggle physically, you really got to maintain that. But at some point, your your mental health is going to wane, and you really kind of keep both in check. Mm -hmm. They're always I feel like they're they're always kind of kind of be battling each other.
3: Yeah, your uh, your physical body hurts all the time, but you kind of just get used to that mm-hmm. and kind of just like becomes
1: a part of it. You get that hiker hobble. Um,
3: until you see other people and you're like, oh I am destroyed. I am a destroyed <laughs> former version of my body. Well I think
1: that's how so many folks in this town have like like booked us, ID'd us as hikers is we just <laughs> like, hobble. we look we look ragged. We look spent.
3: But uh the the emotional part is is definitely the hardest for me as well. I think the uh a thing I, I haven't heard as many other people mention, is kind of like the isolation. And of course, I'm with my, my two best buds um, and, and Nude Beach, um, who I hate. No, I'm, I'm with my three best buds now. Um, but uh, the, uh, the hard part for me is that isolation where you're you're just not with those people that you know. Uh, you're, you're not able to do those things for your family. Uh, and, it, and it feels one-directional because they're mailing you your shoes, they're they're helping you out, your significant others, your siblings, whoever it might be, and it, it feels very one-sided a lot of the times. So, and, I, you know, I think that's the part I struggle with the most.
1: Yeah, you've been, I mean, you had mentioned to us a couple weeks ago, because, I mean, obviously, if, if you all remember back to, I think, episode three or whatever, when we were talking about um, being able to check in mentally and stuff, you had said, like, a couple weeks ago, like, hey, I just want you guys to know that, like, I've been struggling. I've been having some trouble. I've been I've been feeling lonely the last couple of weeks. And, and, and like we were super happy that you were able to like mm-hmm. come and talk to us about it. Mm-hmm. But like, how do you feel like, like that's progressing?
3: Yeah, just I've, I've kind of felt the creeping unhappiness for a few weeks on trail um, where, you know, it's not any one thing. But I just kind of don't feel like it, it didn't it didn't it hasn't felt like the same. Yeah. Um, where it's it's kind of felt. Yeah, like, I I just haven't been happy doing it. I mean,
1: it's it's easy at the beginning with the novelty of it and the excitement of it. But once you realize, like, you're in it, like, this is my job, this is what I do, and this is not going to change until I finish it, it can wear down on you. And we're at a point, too, where, like,
2: the group is spreading out, people are dropping. There's just less people doing the trail than there were before. And so, you know, going into this next two and a half months... It's probably going to be fewer and fewer people out there and probably less and less, a little bit less and less camaraderie each time.
1: Mm-hmm. So one of, the, one of the things we talked about um, in that episode where we, were, where we kind of laid out the rules is we said that if, if there's ever a point where you're feeling like you want to get off trail, you have to give us a five-day warning so we can kind of talk about it. We can see if we can work through it. Um, and PDF, about five days ago, you gave us a warning. How do you feel?
3: I I feel like uh, the time has come for me to wrap up out here and uh, head on back home, but uh, not not in a bad way. It's uh it's cool that I got to do this. But you still hiked more than anybody probably ever will.
2: Well, that's <laughs> that's the thing though. Like,
3: sorry, I, got, I didn't need no, to uh, jump got, in on you. I got to hike for. Almost three months with my two best friends. Yeah,
1: when was the last time we have spent this amount of time together? College. College. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: And, and I even got...
1: then it wasn't it wasn't as intimate or as like we weren't we were doing our own things like we're just, and we just like passing each other like during the days like this we've been together for two and a half months we have done some of the hardest things that we will ever do together for the last two and a half months and
3: what kind of made you know made feel good about my decision is I have accomplished a lot of what I wanted to what I wanted to get out of this trip because at least for me it's like it's not about like making it all the way it's not about it's about like living life differently it's about getting out here trying something living that hard life and uh but that awesome life the trail life is awesome but it's taxing it's it's the greatest thing and it's the hardest thing yeah
2: you also hiked almost the entirety of your state that you're living in which like how many people
3: have done that yeah yeah which is not to say too that you know i might come meet you guys at the winds or something yeah, like that but, yeah, yeah, but like
1: no, you, campers you, don't worry this is not the last you're hearing of pdf yeah. he is he is he is very much he is still one of the best camp camp counselors on this side of the divide and he's going to continue to be involved in this i mean our trip it's different now it's going to be a different now it's not it's not going to be better, it's not going to be worse, but like we came out here the three of us and it was one thing and now that you're gone it can't it can't be the same. Like we function different separately than we do all together. And that's kind of the magic of like coming out here and doing this together is like the three of us there's something weird there's something magic about us is is it I it's just I feel like there's when when, when...
2: It, it, it's the reason why uh, <laughs> our friend tree camper tree uh when he was talking to bison after hanging out with all three of
3: us together, he said it's a lot. It's, it's a lot well, it's it's some it's something almost everyone like if we have a new girlfriend and she meets the group or like she has to a meet friend who hasn't met everyone before. When we get together there's just a, there's like a magic button, a magic switch where we're all like on maybe the same some people page.
2: find it alienating. We might <laughs> I don't know. We
3: might be a little <laughs> insane, but it's the best. I love you guys. I'm so glad I did this. This has yeah. been the coolest thing ever. But it's, like, also okay to recognize, like, yeah, when I mean, it's not the coolest, when it, you know, won't keep being that for me. Yeah.
2: Well, And I and think that's I, something that's... Sorry, go on, Wiz. Oh, I, I was going to say I'm glad that you did this with us and did as much as we have
1: done. And I think that's... It, what I was going to say is that something that's very important to hear for, for everybody, for campers, for people who want to... Whatever summer camp you're going on, whatever your challenge is, whatever your adventure is, it's... You're going to have tough times, and there's times to push through, and there's definitely times when like you need to look at your physical health, you look at your mental health and you need to realize like, if I continue, is this going to do more harm than it is doing good? And it's, it's hard to make that decision. And, and the thing is like wizard spoon and I have watched you struggle with this issue, this, this decision for the last few weeks and, and like we can see it and it's rough. And like the, Like, we, as much as we wish you could continue and push through and do the whole rest of it with us, like, we understand that, like, you, for your health, both mental and physical, like, you, like, you need this.
3: Yeah. Um, I'm I'm just going to say, too, like, for anyone listening, go do whatever it is. Like, get out there. You know? Like, always try. Always chase it. Always go for whatever you're, like, dreaming of doing. It's super cool. And like, I feel great about this. I lost 25 pounds, had a blast, made a podcast. You met a
1: thousand different (laughs) awesome hikers.
2: Yeah. So many new camper friends. It's Uh, super cool.
1: um, Something we said super early on, like literally, I think it's the first thing we said in the podcast and it sounded hokey happening then, but I'll say it again now. Anyone, anywhere can go to summer camp. And like your summer camp's not over like this, this part of your summer camp is over, but you're going to go back home and you're going to see your pups and you're going to see your girlfriend and you're see your, your folks and you're living in Colorado. So your summer camp is going to continue and and you're going to continue taking people on summer camps and encouraging people to go on summer camps and, and keeping that camp spirit alive. Like, I feel like I hope if nothing else you for years, I've been trying to communicate to to PDF and, and Wizard's Moon, the people I'm closest to in the world, this magic that happens when you thru hike and when you go to summer camp, and it's so hard to to tell people without them knowing. And I know you guys have tried so hard to understand, but like I hope, I hope you you can you feel that magic and you understand, like what it what it is. Like I. Uh, I, I, did, I hope you went to summer camp, and I hope you continue to go to summer camp. I thought you were going to uh, reference when
2: we
3: said, I love doing dumb shit with my friends. I do love doing it's, dumb shit with my doing friends. Doing dumb shit with your friends is the best. It like is. I said. It's the greatest. I'll probably be backpacking next weekend. And just, <laughs> I, you know, I I, I I love the shit out of backpacking. It's the, it's so much fun. Doing it for two and a half months is pretty tough.
1: But doing it for five months is, is
3: <laughs> a little bit harder. Doing it for five months is even harder. <laughs> um... But, yeah, and, you know, I, I'm super jazzed to know how much I love this and, and to do it more and to just, like, be outside all the time and, and keep, you know, living the, the great outdoor life, which is, like, anyone who's listening to this, I think, has a, an understanding of just, like, that magic of, of being outside, taking care of the earth, and, you know, exploring it and then just seeing what, like, all the natural beauty around there that there is It's the best part of this trip. Yeah. I, I, I've said a bunch of times we'll set up camp in the most beautiful spot that most people have never been anywhere that beautiful in their life. And it's the, it's the 90th one we've seen on this trip. And we're just so lucky that we, we get to do this. And, and if you can, I recommend just getting out there on a day hike even, and just going and seeing what's out there. It's the best. And, uh, yeah, so I'm super excited. You'll hear from me and, uh, we're going to go have a super fun day in Steamboat and, uh, they take it from
1: there go our separate ways and uh
3: best of luck boys here to help here to mail you whatever you need i got you guys yeah
1: hey we love we love you pdf and, well, we, man. and we're, we're we're sad that you're not going to be here but we're happy that you're going to be a little happier um well campers this is uh a, maybe a little bit somber way to end end the episode but don't worry like i said we're we are still going to be with you week after week PDF is still going to be here contributing. We're going to be talking to him off trail, and he, when he comes back on trail, we're excited for it. Um, but yeah, I think I think it's time we close this one out. Um, I am I am camp director Bison here with camp counselor Wizard Spoon Ross Geller. <laughs> Ross Geller. What? Oh, I get that one. From the TV show Friends. (laughs) You know, very popular, 1990s. Never heard of it. But, uh, yeah, with that... Campers, we're we're going on a walk. You want to
0: walk along? See you all soon for another episode of the Camp Walk Along Wire. Our camp counselors head for the great state of Wyoming, bringing with it new challenges and state facts. Campers, you should know that our counselors are obsessed with answering questions. If you have something you just have to know about camp, feel free to DM us on our Instagram at campwalkalong, that's C-A-M-P-W-A-L-K-A-L-O-N-G, or send us an email at campwalkalong at gmail.com. If your question is featured, we'll also follow up to ensure you receive a complimentary Camp Walk Along Wire sticker. While you're pondering your question, check us out on social media and let us know how you're enjoying summer camp this year. Likewise, we keep the camp lights on through the generous feedback of listeners like you. Go ahead, subscribe to the podcast at your streaming platform of choice and leave a rating. Your feedback is essential to a great camp experience. If you're feeling extra generous, financial contributions can be made at anchor.fm slash camp-walkalong using the support function. Help our counselors feel like the biggest celebrities in town. The Camp Walkalong Wire is brought to you by our treasured camp staff, spread out all across the United States. This podcast is produced in collaboration with Salmon House and the following contributors. Producing, mixing, and mastering by Camp A.V. Director, Danny Delaney. Additional editing by Camp A.V. Assistant, Roberto Preza. Additional mixing by Camp A.V. Assistant, Evan Scherer. Original music by Camp Composer, Counselor Ube. Bugle Calls by Camp Bugler, Tommy Delaney. Original artwork by Camp Artisan, Erlon Vasquez. Camper Outreach by Counselor Anna Rhodes with additional producing and editing by me, Camp Historian, Andrew Bookworm-Nalen. Hello, everyone. Your Camp Historian Bookworm here. This episode was a heavy one. Our travels, like our friendships, live on in our memory through the ways we handle the unexpected, the challenging, and the unforeseen. And to know yourself well enough to know what direction to go in next, well, we call that hiking your own hike. I'm glad for all three of these hikers that when the moment to part came, they could do it with a smile, a hug, and a few swiftly cracked jokes. Sometimes when hikers part, it's sudden, chaotic, or you really never know what happened to the people you bonded with so closely. I can tell you that these guys are as close today as the day they started the CDT. That's worth as much as any Triple Crown. In the meantime, don't think that this means Camp Walkalong is going anywhere. There are still miles and smiles ahead as we work our way to Canada. From Camp Walkalong, this is your camp historian bookworm, wishing you friends to help you carry the load, a tasty snack for dessert, and a warm fire wherever you may be.